Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast. This is Bethany, your coach from drbcoach.com, coaching with power, purpose, and practical tools to help you show up with confidence. Hello there. This is Bethany Hansen of drbcoach.com, and thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast. I do want to let you know as we start the podcast today that I have several different access or delivery avenues for this podcast. I'm on Stitcher. I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm on Apple Podcasts and several others. If you visit my website and just check out the subscribe area at drbcoach.com, you should be able to find just about any podcast platform you're interested in. So please check it out. Today's topic is about being an exceptional manager. Most of us who have been in leadership roles, especially when we are managing other people, we are so interested in being the best we possibly can be as a manager. Part of that is that we don't wanna let our team down We want to truly lead them and to lead them well. But the second part of that is that maybe we're on a longer pathway and we just want to make sure that we're still performing well, developing in our roles, and becoming more capable for whatever comes in the future. Either way, being an exceptional manager is an excellent goal. How does one become an excellent manager or an exceptional manager? Well, first of all, I'd like to think about people that I have known that have been wonderful managers. There was one in particular who really did a fantastic job of keeping the entire team informed of details that perhaps really were kind of proprietary or um, need-to-know basis. And he confided in the team to ensure that we were in the loop at all times. This kind of trust and confiding in the team and communicating crucial details helped everyone to feel valued, but it also helped us to do our jobs much better. He had one-on-one visits with us to ensure that we were progressing and having a chance to be heard, and he also had regular team meetings. In these team meetings, he came with an agenda of things he wanted to cover, and he also opened the floor to anything that we wanted to discuss. There was a very positive rapport and a positive mood to the meetings, and overall, I always looked forward to them. It seemed like there were always exciting things to look forward to in that department, and there was always a future ahead that had possibilities, even when it was bleak. So what would it take for each of us to become a more exceptional manager? I have today eight things that I'd like to share. Each of these eight is inspired by the book Conscious Business, And I hope you'll check it out if you have some time to look further for some additional reading. The first one is an excellent suggestion for any teacher or manager. It is give recognition or praise for doing good work. Now, when we're giving our direct reports recognition, there are so many ways we can do it. There are, of course, the informal ways, like a quick email or a short phone call. Those check-ins build humongous amounts of rapport, especially when things are tight and something might be more questionable and we need to check up on it. If we've been giving recognition for small and simple things along the way, 
then trust is already there. That rapport has been built and we're able to handle the most challenging things. So giving recognition or praise for doing good work should be very specific. When this praise is given, it's helpful when you can give the example of exactly what you've observed and what you're talking about. Furthermore, if you're able to tie it to the company's values or mission, that's even better because it starts to tell the story of the organization in very real time for things that are actually going on. Faculty members, employees, subordinates, people in all roles that might report to us are very happy to get feedback most of us are just thirsty for feedback. We want to know, is anything we're doing make a difference? So if you can share that it is making a difference, that will really help people stay motivated and stay on the path of self-improvement and professional growth. Second, let the team know their opinions count. Some of the ways you can let the team know that their opinions count are to ask them directly in your private or one-on-one -on -one phone calls, generally in emails where you have something where you're soliciting some information, and also in larger team meetings. You can ask for feedback. You can ask for thoughts and ideas. And when possible, if it's, if it's something that can be actually implemented, that's even better. Because not only will your team feel heard, but when they see something start to get put in motion, they really feel like they're having an impact on the organization. You can ask what's going well. You can ask for some insights about problems that are happening. Even if they can't make the final decision, giving their input is extremely useful. One of those experiences I had was a few years back when I was in a particular managerial role. I was working with one of the top executives of our organization. When that person's annual performance review came up, I was sent an email asking for my very specific feedback on that person's performance. Of course, I wasn't their manager or even their um, immediate peer, so I wasn't really in a great position to give that feedback, but simply being asked was a phenomenal opportunity. I reflected on the times in which I engaged with that person, times I had been on committees with them, work I had seen them do. I was actually able to give plenty of good feedback that was articulate, well-written, and very detailed and supportive. So. Um, asking opinions of others that you work with, and especially those you manage, is very helpful. Number three, help them feel that their job is important and tied to company mission and purpose. Of course, one of the ways you can do that is in asking them for their opinions and letting them know their opinions count, as well as giving the recognition or praise. So we've mentioned, too, already that help people feel that their jobs are important. But specifically, whenever we're sharing like things that need to change, areas where we are going into uncharted waters, and different directions we'd like the company to go, when we can tie those things into the mission and purpose of the organization and cite specific roles, strengths that those individuals might be able to contribute, and ways in which we'll engage with each other. This can help everyone feel that their job is important and it is tied to the bigger goals of the organization and the mission and purpose of the whole company. Number four, remember we are all on this journey, even ourselves. As managers, it's tempting to try to put a perfection outlook in front of people, like we really wanna perform well, so we're very nervous about letting others see our mistakes or looking weak in front of others. But we have to absolutely take the plunge and do the work in our own lives, be authentic and vulnerable. It builds trust with everyone. 
So if there's something we're struggling with and we'd like some guidance or suggestions, we can always share that. Consider how it might be shared in a way that would be most productive and just help others to know we are all on the same journey and that we ourselves are aware we are still growing. Number five, work very hard on professional growth and learning, but relax when carrying out your role. It's easier, of course, said than done to work hard, but then relax. But by relax, what I'm saying is to really kind of do those things that come most naturally, that fit your own personal values, that also align with your company's goals, and be the best version of you that you can. Don't try to be someone else as a manager. Take your personal style into this role, and you'll be surprised at how much you make a specific difference just by being yourself. Number six. This one is probably the most difficult, especially for those of us newer in a management position. If we've changed roles or this is our first time being a manager, it's really hard to allow ourselves to kind of be super introspective about our own role in the problem. But it's critical to look within for our contribution to a problem. One question we might ask is, might I be part of the problem? And how can I be part of what's going right? When we look within for our contribution to any problem, it keeps us looking for blind spots and ready to adapt and learn. Anytime we can humble and and teach ourselves and kind of be open to this, we're going to find that we are approachable to others too. And this also helps us to look more authentic and more human and just be able to adjust and adapt more quickly. Number seven, remember, we cannot guarantee any outcomes. We aim for outcomes, we prepare and work hard at outcomes, but in the end, we cannot guarantee them. What we can do is work hard to be in integrity with our values related to the goal. So first, we have to know what our values are. What do we care most about in this role and in life generally? And how can we target the goal with respect to those values? The more we can do that, the more we can live as our authentic selves, and the more we can show up as exceptional managers simply by bringing our own strengths and values into this game. And lastly, number eight, reflect on what we can do in the next couple of months to live by our values as managers, contributors, coaches, and human beings. There are some areas where we can really dig in to develop ourselves more fully, and those areas would be self-care, self-compassion, and doing the inner work necessary to know what our thoughts and feelings are about things, what our values are, what our strengths are, and to acknowledge our weaknesses. For example, in some areas, we might have to overcome some beliefs and assumptions about our weaknesses. We don't need to hide weaknesses. Maybe we need to work with other people to delegate in areas of our weaker traits and maybe grow in those areas as well. Overall, the most important thing as we reflect on what we can do in the next couple of months to live by our values and our role, the most important part would be to keep growing and stay hopeful of things to come in the future. There is always something to be learned and something better coming in the future, even if it's not exactly what we expect. Thank you for listening today. I hope these eight tips for being an exceptional manager will be useful to you, and I wish you all the best in being the best version of you. This has been a podcast called Mindset for Life by Bethany at drbcoach.com. To find me on the web, you can visit my blog or my website at www 
drbcoach.com. That's drbcoach.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.